Hello, it's Margot Kingston here, and I'm about to talk to Hugh Kingston, who's put up his hand in the very safe federation seat of Hume, which is north of the ACT, running from Goulburn in the west through um, farming country to Camden in the outer Sydney suburbs. Angus Taylor is the Liberal MP, he's the Energy Minister. He won 54% of the primary vote and 60% of the two-party preferred vote. So, hi, Hugh, and um, why on earth have you decided to take on this impossible task of standing, of standing as an independent in Hume? Well, hello to you, Margot. Uh, <laughs> why, why have I decided? Well, no, nothing, nothing is impossible, as we know. That's the first thing. Okay. So, uh, yes, as you say, Angus has a fairly substantial majority. But in terms of in terms of why I'm I took this on, you know I'm I'm uh, new to the uh, the standing for any form of political office. I really, for me, it all began in, in on August the twenty fourth when the day that uh, Malcolm Turnbull got rolled, I got so angry and so disappointed that once again we were seeing a sitting prime minister rolled by their own party, and the reasons behind that were action or inaction on, on, on climate change and climate policy. So that got me thinking, you know, should I stand up in, 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 in the political sphere, in the federal election? And for, for many months or a number of months afterwards, I thought, well, no, it's, it's not something I need to do. I have a beautiful life. I have a great life. I don't need to put myself through that particular uh, challenge. But, you know, as, as the months progressed and as I spent time as I do with my beautiful grandkids, I thought this is madness what we're doing. We, we have to take action. Uh, we're standing on the edge of an abyss and if we don't do something in the next term of parliament, something meaningful, then you know it, it really is probably too late. So, so uh, that, and that, that led me finally to, to make the decision to, uh, to, to throw my hat into the, into the ring and stand up against Angus Taylor. Did Karen Phelps boil over victory in Wentworth spark you as well? Because I've noticed talking to other independents that that's sort of, they went, whoa, maybe the mood in, in liberal country is changing. Look, I, I, I don't think it was, it was a major catalyst for me. I think around the, times that I, at the time that I was thinking of it, pre, you know, in the months leading up to Christmas, uh, there were, you know, obviously Karen had had that success, and, and previously, of course, Kathleen McGowan. Yes. Uh, and and that, and and the fact that other people were again standing, other independents uh, were throwing their hat into the ring, made me, you know, think that it really is now or, or never. Uh, well, maybe not now or never, but now it was absolutely the, the, yep. the time was right to do it. So, so I mean, it, it, it certainly all of those things. For me, it was it was how my how I was able to uh, sort out my own business so that I had the time. It was uh, some family issues that would allow me to do it. It was uh, the madness of the federal politics at the time. It was the independence coming forward. There were lots of lots of little reasons that that, that basically I, I couldn't turn away. In the end, it was like this. There, there are many many. Uh, Lights are pointing down the road in the right direction, and I need to uh, I need to follow that particular track. Okay, could you give us a, a, a bit of a, a pen portrait of um, what you did before you put your hand up um, to run for office? Uh, yeah, look, I, I I've been 
I guess, very, very heavily involved in the outdoor adventure, adventure world for a long time. I, I guess I describe myself as a, as a small businessman, an adventurer, uh, an environmentalist and a writer. Uh, so it's, it would sound like a bit of a spread of things, but my, my life has been, my work life has been based around small business for the last uh, 30 years. I've uh, run a business that, that, that included 20 years of running fairly big uh, events, mainly cycling and running uh, events around regional New South Wales, uh, a tour company running adventure tours in Australia and overseas, uh, and also a lot of uh, personal expeditions and journeys that have taken me to many wonderful parts of the world, but also taken me 25,000 kilometers around Australia by bike and foot and kayak and ski uh, in, in, in a series of journeys to explore my adopted country. And along the way, I've also had a, a bike shop and a, a, uh, a cafe and so on. So, you know, a small businessman with a particular love for the environment and the outdoors. Uh, is, is, is where I come from. Just to interpose, I, I assume you've fixed up your citizenship issues? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I have fixed up my citizenship issues. I was very relieved to uh, receive a letter from the UK Home Office about a month ago confirming that after 55 years I was no longer uh, wanted or required uh, as a British citizen, so yeah, it was a it was a nervous time because, of course, putting, yes. putting the application in at a time when uh, Brexit is creating all sorts of nightmares over there was was uh, was was quite a uh, quite a nervous thing. But yes, I'm 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 just, I'm, I'm an Australian citizen as as I have been for the best part of 25 years now, uh, and I don't have uh, dual citizenship. Well, my point of view on that is that you've really made a big sacrifice to stand. So it's just, it's proof of your um, absolute commitment. Um, yeah, so, look, yeah, I, I just, just on that, I mean, it, 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 it was uh, a big commitment for me to make. I mean, obviously a lot of my life and work takes me uh, travelling, so it's handy to have two passports. Mm. Uh, well, I, I, just as a, as a side uh, issue, the... The, the new nomination form that has the section 44 checklist on it is an absolute appalling piece of work. Uh, yeah. I'm not sure who drafted it and, and, and how it came to be, but I challenge anybody with multiple PhDs to be able to work out the, 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 the new nomination form, which, uh, which we're all having to fill out. But, uh, but certainly I'm in the clear now. Okay, so... What um, tell us about the scale of your operation? How you put your campaign together, and how you're funding it? Yeah, look, I, you know, I made this decision, the final decision, to stand in the middle of January. I actually made it in a, uh, a hotel bedroom in southern India, uh, where I was speaking at a conference, and uh, that was when I finally decided. So I got back to uh, to Hume, back to Bundanoon, back to Australia in uh, early February. Uh, and I put out a message to a fairly smallish number of uh, friends and colleagues to say, you know, this is, this is what I'm about to do. This is my next challenge. And a number of people got in touch uh, from that. And, and, and we started from then, from, from early February, building uh, a team. And we're absolutely grassroots. You know, this is uh, the people who uh, have been working with me 
Uh, I've generally never been involved in a political campaign before. Uh, my campaign manager, uh, Anna, is a, is a lawyer by training. She's a, currently a, a stay-at-home mum and uh, you know, who's been doing an amazing job. And the team has been building, obviously, over, over the period. We've probably got uh, about a bit over 100 people signed up at the moment uh, as volunteers in various capacities, and that's building every day. But the core is, is pretty tight. Uh, from, from a financial perspective, uh, again, uh, linking rags and oil uh, to, uh, to put a few dollars together. Uh, it's, it's, pri it's primarily uh, small donations from people you know, in, in Hume and elsewhere who are just very keen to support you know, this, this, uh, this, this particular challenge that I've taken on. So uh, we don't have a lot of money. Uh, we're getting by. But uh, it's, it is, as I'm realizing, and perhaps I haven't quite realized when I took this on, it is a bit of a money game. The uh, mm. more money you have, I have to get somehow my face and my name out to 107,000 people. And, and yes. Hume, whilst not being uh, large in comparison to some other federal seats in, in, in Australia, is I think in some ways quite unique in New South Wales as, as being essentially butting hard up against the southwestern suburbs of Sydney uh, and the real growth zone in, in, in the city of Sydney and then running out to uh, very uh, much rural farming country in uh, Burrowa and Crookwell mm -hmm. and down towards Canberra. So it's a, it's a very mixed seat, a very different uh, challenges i think faced by people in parts of that seat so you know it does it does cost to to get uh as i say my name and my face known around those whether it's by signage by advertising by by print work so uh, an independent i think always starts off on the back foot from that oh oh yes um just working with um in cowper um he's trying to pull together the money to do a, a, a mail out to every home yep. and that's going to cost about 20 grand. Have you got anything like that money or, or would you, do you need support to, to be able to have that, that one off high to, to voters? We, 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 we need the support to do something like that. I mean, I think yep. in, in uh, uh, I, the, the, I thought it would be more than that. Uh, certainly I, I, I was on the understanding that if we did a straight mail out, to all households in Hume, it would be yeah. more like fifty thousand dollars, and we, oh, you know, anywhere close to having that sort of funding yeah. uh, to uh, to do that. Is there any indication, Hugh, that Angus has um, any sort of concerns about holding his seat, or is is he sitting back knowing that that he's safe and is not worrying about about you or or the Labor candidate? Uh, He's got a lot of signage up. He had signage up from the day after the state election, uh, which might indicate he's, he's a little bit concerned. We, look, I, I, I haven't engaged, and Angus and I haven't yet uh, sat on a, a forum together, a candidates forum. We, there was one last week that, that got postponed. So, uh, you know, we haven't sort of talked face to face. We, 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 we did, well, we did catch up briefly at the Camden show where we both had a stall uh, hard up against each other uh, a week or so ago. I don't know how worried Angus is, but uh, I think he should be.
Is there a climate change forum um, in the city of Hume? No, not 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 been oh. yet, so. That's a real shame because um, Mallee Votes, which is 44% of Victoria, um, had their first ever climate forum for yeah. candidates, which the National Party did turn up to, which I thought was was good. Yeah. Is he going to turn up to climate uh, to, to candidates' debates? I hope so, Margot. I very much yeah. hope so. Uh, we'll we'll see what happens. There's various ones planned, and there's dates uh, scheduled for those. So uh, I certainly hope Angus will turn up there with with the rest of us. So, as an adventurer, I thought you did a pretty adventurous thing recently. You went down, I think, to the, to the second last day of Parliament and actually rode your bicycle across the <laughs> lawns with a pork barrel on it, um, which got in the shot with Scott Morrison. So, so tell us about that stunt and, and how it went. Look, uh, the idea of, of, of having a pork barrel, a wine bar barrel painted up with pink pigs to be with me for for for. for for a month or two, and uh, it, it was a bit of an effort to, uh, to to get the whole thing together and to find a bicycle that would uh, that you could pedal with a with a forty kilogram pork mm. on it. So, uh, look, I, I, and obviously the background to that is that uh, independents don't have the ability to uh, pork barrel in the same way as sitting mm. members. Uh, so the best that I could do was take this uh, pork barrel, uh, this wine barrel around with me and hand out packets of pork scratching around the electorate and uh, chat to uh, chat, chat, chat to the locals. And this, the, I made the decision that it would be perfect to launch the barrel at the ultimate pork barreling, which was a, a budget that was brought forward a month uh, mm. to... Uh, to set out their pork barrelling uh, agenda uh, ahead of the election, and it just worked out well. We were we were there to get some photos, get some film of me at Parliament House with the pork barrel, uh, to talk to a few of the media, uh, and it, it just uh, worked out perfectly that uh, the Prime Minister was giving his post-budget speech on morning television, and uh, I was in the background there peddling the uh, the pork barrel behind Scott Morrison. <laughs> a bit of fun. Uh, I, you know, I always try and have a lot of fun in the events that we used to run and everything else I do. And whilst politics is a very serious business and more serious, I think, now than possibly ever before, uh, outside of wartime. Um, look, one other thing that you've done, which I just loved, is um, a tweet called Squig contacted me and said, does anyone want to have a film done? And, you know, I'll, I'll do it very cheaply. And I sent it to you and you grabbed it and the result was just a really, really nice um, launch video um, of your launch um, a few days ago. H how did that process um, go for you and, and what did you think of, of the commitment by this guy and the result? Yeah, look, this, this was one of these, these wonderful uh, things that come out of the ether uh, that, yeah, Squig was in touch to say, uh, I think he'd actually been inspired by a, Alexander Cortez campaign mm. uh, video from from the US, and, and he said, "Look, you, I've been you know reading all up, reading up all about you in various uh, places, and uh, I know you're standing in Hume. Uh, I'd really like to uh, to make a film for you." And you know, at the time, you, you know, one of the things in this business of standing for political office, I, I've been contacted by many people, some genuine, some and most genuine, but some less so. So I. You know, I thought a little bit of uh, with with Squig and wondered what uh, you know what his agenda was. But his agenda was to just produce a bloody good film, and 
you know, we, we came together and he spent uh, a fantastic amount of time uh, with me uh, doing some filming, getting the shots around the electorate of Hume and, uh, and then the, 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 the post-production stuff to, to put together what was, uh, I thought, and, 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 and certainly the feedback from many, many people is a, is a really uh, special two minutes worth of footage. Yeah, what I loved about it is it showcased the whole seat. It really gave you a nice feel of the diversity of the seat. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Uh, so, uh, you know, from, from the town through to the, the wind farms and the farms uh, and the small businesses, um, uh, it, was, uh, it, was a, it was a great piece of work. Okay, so to finish off, um, I, I've read from all your materials that, and you've just said that um, action on climate change is, is really core to why, uh, why you're standing. Could mm. you give me a feel about the importance of that in your seat and what you would fight to have happen if you were elected? Yeah, look, I've been, since I announced, which is probably about five or six weeks ago now, I've been going around uh, the seat of Hume and I've been, I guess I shouldn't be, but I have been pleasantly surprised at how uh, front and centre the issue of climate change and global warming is. And, you know, that, and that ranges from, you know, the people in the towns, which you, you might expect, but, but very much the, the, the people on the land and a lot of farmers who are you know, really worried about climate change, that they've taken steps over the last 10 or 20 years to try and drought-proof their farms, but they're sort of running out of ideas. So I've yeah. been you know, pleasantly uh, pleased uh, that, 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 that what I'm very much standing for is something that the, the people of Hume uh, are obviously concerned about. And I think the other the other thing which is is really important for the the seat of Hume is that it has uh, probably a good half of the wind farms uh, either that exist or are in the planning uh, of the, all the wind farms in New South Wales. Wow! So there's a sizable renewable industry uh, here in Hume, and it has obviously lots of advantages because not only is it a windy place. Uh, up the back of Gravengullen and Crookwell and, and uh, places like that. But because it's relatively close to Canberra and Sydney, the transmission losses uh, are, are not too bad. So it's, from, from the discussions I've been having and the investigations I've made, renewables is, is one of the biggest economic contributors to, to the economy of Hume. So, but there's a, there's a lot more potential for that. So, uh, and, and, and of course that links into drag proofing the farm, the farm that we have and the communities who have those wind farms on their land. And I guess from that perspective, it really does beg a belief that the sitting member in Hume has a reputation for uh, anti-wind farm. Yes. You know, from a, from a party that, uh, claims to be pro-business, that it's one of the biggest uh, business drivers in his electorate. And, and supports taxpayer um, backing of new or improved coal-fired power stations, and there's no coal in Hume, as far as I know. Well, there's no, there's no thermal coal in Hume. We do have a couple of coal mines that, that produce coking coal for the steelworks at Port Kembla. And okay. in 
but but absolutely. So it's not like you're conflicted with, uh, you know, you, you, there's a potential to have a thermal coal-fired power station or a coal mine in Hume. I mean, this is, you know, renewables don't have a an energy competitor in uh, in in in, uh, in the electorate. And and are Hume voters aware that their member is a is a climate skeptic and an active backer of of coal? I think many of them are absolutely. Okay. Absolutely. Okay, well, thank you very much for speaking with me. And could we just finish off with you letting us know um, your Twitter handle and your website if people want to um, volunteer or donate? Yep, the uh, the website is uh, Hugh for Hume, and I'm the Welsh Hugh, so it's H U W, numeral four, uh, Hume, H U M E, HughForHume.com.au, and the Twitter handle is at Hugh for Hume. Thank you very much for speaking with me, Hugh, and um, it was worth it. It was worth the wait. Uh, absolute pleasure, Margot. Thanks very much indeed.